You're listening to Salon Frequency, a weekly podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture. I would like to start this episode today with gratitude and just thank you so much for making the time to invest in yourself by listening to another episode. And if this is your very first episode of Salon Frequency, welcome. My name is Jocelyn Renee, and I'm your host on this journey. My goal is to encourage your growth behind and beyond the chair in this ever-changing beauty industry. And if you're listening to this in real time, it is the end of April, 2020, and you know our industry has been rocked, okay? Like never before with the mandatory shutdowns, unavailable retailers, uncertain reopening timelines, really unclear sanitation guidelines, and ongoing expenses. You know this, you feel this, and if you're anything like me, you're trying to make sense of it all while also trying to remain sane, productive, and grounded. So today, I want to intentionally pivot away from harping on the quote-unquote bad news and offer some guidance and direction for you during this time. So let's talk about what it looks like to work on your business versus in your business, because we have an opportunity to really put into place very strategic systems and practices that we can leverage to our advantage, both immediately and once we return behind the chair. One of the reasons why I chose to speak on this topic today is because as creatives, we often get caught in the details and the aesthetics of things related to our business. You know, we just like all things to be really pretty and fun. And we get caught there so much so that we rarely move forward. And when we do get the chance to look up, we are left wondering why haven't we grown, moved, or reached the potential that we had originally envisioned prior to starting whatever project we think we're working on. And I'm sharing this from experience. It truly is an ongoing area of business that I consistently strive to stay on top of, that working on my business and not spending so much time in the business. And just so we're clear, let me share just a few common tasks or projects, if you will, that we often misconstrue as things that are going to grow our business, but are really just us maintaining routine habits. Number one, posting on social media. I know we've heard it all the time. You should post three to four times a day. You have to mix up the content. You know, you need to go live a few times a week. You have to share edited videos, touch up photos. Oh, don't forget to write thoughtful captions. Really, the list goes on and on. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do these things. I am encouraging you, though, to really think about how much of your time is spent on social media creating or consuming content. For me, I get reality checks about my wasted time on social media they often show up in the form of my husband, catching me in the car outside the house or tucked away in the bathroom somewhere. And those reality checks usually sound like, how is what you're doing right now growing your business? And I just got to look at them because, you know, I'm really just scrolling or as I like to call it, I'm getting inspiration. Nope. <laughs> And another thing we get caught in, selling retail. Don't get me wrong, having a product-based revenue stream as a service-based business is absolutely necessary. 
but do you need to be doing it? Is it a good use of your time upselling, packaging, and distributing retail? Let's also look at booking clients. <laughs> and I can, I can already see your face. You're probably like, what is she talking about? As a salon professional, we have to consistently book clients to make money. But do you really? Do you really need to devote your time and energy into booking Janet's appointment, rescheduling Camille's next visit because her kid was sick, or counting the weeks since Ashley's last appointment to keep her on target with her friend's wedding in a couple months? I mean, I could go on with this list, but hopefully you're beginning to see kind of the pattern here. Yes, these are tasks that do need to get done in your business, but if we spend all of our time there, we won't have the space to work on the business. I mean, really, what sense does it make to spend 10 hours a week on social media posting 20 plus images and videos if we don't know how many clients we're actually getting because of these social media platforms? Or what use is it to, you know, market and retail and ship products to our clients if we don't know our profit margins or we don't know what our average retail ticket needs to be within a month for those retail products to even be profitable for us behind the chair? We get 24 hours in a day, less the time that it takes for eating, sleeping, exercising, family, self-care. And what we're left with is the finite amount of time that we have that I would argue needs to be invested wisely in order for us to reach our goals. So essentially tasks like those few that I just mentioned, they may be better off delegated so that you have time to work on the business. But Jocelyn, what does working on the business look like? Well, I'm glad you asked and I'll share a few business objectives that I believe you should have on your radar right now after a quick message from one of our sponsors. As a salon professional, you know that if you're not behind the chair, you are not making money. Traditionally speaking, of course, but part of revolutionizing salon culture means that in today's industry, you can create multiple streams of income, especially passive streams of income that make you money while you sleep or shop or spend time with your family. And guess what? podcasting can be one of those streams. With the Anchor app, you can get started creating your very own podcast for free and start making money with your very first episode because there's no minimum audience size required for sponsorship. Anchor also gives you all the tools directly in the app to record, edit, and upload your podcasts right from your phone or computer. And they'll automatically distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. So essentially, Anchor has everything you need to create a podcast that can generate money for you while you're behind and beyond the chair. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Working on the business. This is definitely not as fun as scrolling through social media posts. It's not even as fun as the joy you get from talking to all the new clients that discover your business for the very first time. However, when you get done with a task related to strategically growing your business, you do feel so much more in control, you feel confident, and you feel aligned with your purpose. So really, you can't even compare the two. So let's talk about a few things I believe help you to work on your business. Number one, tracking your impressions. 
Originally, I was going to say analytics here, but impressions, it's more of a term that I want you to get used to, especially when you're thinking of the digital space, because an impression is how much your content has been seen. So somebody may have seen it and they may not have engaged with it, like liked it, but it's made an impression. So when you think of impressions, think of things like your Google Analytics for your salon website. You want to be able to see where potential clients are coming from and track that so that you know whether or not your social media strategy on Instagram is worth the time and energy you're giving it. Or are most of your clients coming from Pinterest? You won't know these things unless you're keeping track of those impressions. Also analyzing your social media growth so that you have a better understanding of what type of content your audience likes for you to post so that you can see growth or you can see if you're gaining more clients and exposure, if that is your goal. But don't get caught in the details here thinking you have to purchase a bunch of fancy new products and you have to learn a whole new skill and it's going to take hours upon hours to learn a new application and, you know, delve through all your social media analytics. It's really not that deep. In fact, I recently stumbled upon a free resource specifically for Salus that allows you to plug in all your social media numbers and instantly get growth charts and see how your social media is performing, how your website's performing. And I'll share that in the episode notes. So be sure to check that out. Another area of your business that you can focus on is creating a service calendar, or at least it's what I like to call it, service calendar. I'm sure there's probably some other official name for it, but this is essentially a resource for you to pre-plan and anticipate any sales campaigns that you want to run, you know, account for holiday rushes or any vacations you want to take. It's actually very beneficial for you to create a plan of action for these windows of time in advance so that you're not reacting to the season and feeling flustered, but instead you're participating in that season and feeling the abundance that it brings. So service calendars or content calendars, as some people like to call it, are really, really important, but I would encourage you to create it for your salon business. The third thing and really, I think this is the most important thing. And this is also the most tangible thing is for you to create systems because systems save you time and energy. And the first step to creating a system is documenting the process. You have to make the time to write out the steps that it takes to accomplish each and every task within your business. And yes, it sounds like a lot because it is, but you can take it one task at a time, you know, write out how to do your bookkeeping first, then write out how do you restock all your inventory or what steps do you take to clean and sanitize the shampoo bowl. The benefit of doing this is that you'll gain clarity and that you can quickly see where processes can be improved or how they can be automated. And I'm a huge fan of automation because we have so much technology at our fingertips. But as salon professionals, before you jump there to like automation and things like that, document, 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 make the time and you need the time to actually document all the processes and write it down. So working on your business versus in your business requires you to work a muscle that you probably haven't used in a while. So initially it may hurt, you know, how it's going to feel when we go back into the salon. It may hurt to see some things. You may be shocked by the things you've allowed to fall through the cracks over the years, months, weeks, but just keep doing it. Keep showing up for yourself and your business. 
just keep it in your mind that the day will come where it will be normal for you to confidently speak to your team and tell them that the social media campaign from last month generated 25 new or potential clients and it resulted in 30% revenue increase and salon expenses were kept so low because you had a budget that you stayed on top of and now you can invest the profit into some upcoming training. And as a reminder to the team, we're anticipating a surge in the average sales ticket next month because of, I don't know, insert whatever trend you discovered by reviewing your past sales. You got this. And no, you cannot change what you refuse to confront. So thank you so much for listening. If you learned anything from this episode or were inspired by anything I shared today, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check the show notes so that you can visit salonfrequency.com, join the vibe, an email newsletter that keeps the conversation going. 